Welcome to the WIPS Podcast, inspiring and empowering women to take the stage and up their game in the public speaking arena. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentation, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pradipa Narayanaswamy. She's from Dallas, Texas. Welcome, Pradipa. Hi, uh, Chantal. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity. And it's a pleasure to talk to you again, and I'm sure we'll have a great conversation. We'll be able to give valuable tips to our listeners. And let's just start with that. What do you, what's your business so people get to know you a little bit more? Yeah, I, um, so I, nowadays I call myself as a fertility coach. So my mission is to really help women, men, and couples going through fertility challenges and help their journey suck less. <laughs> That's the part I like when you describe it because you know exactly what it was and it is what it is. So I'm sure people will understand that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such a tough journey. It's such a lonely journey. And uh, it's still a taboo subject in our, in our community. In our You're society. right. Um, and I am taking a stance to break it. It doesn't have to be a taboo. It doesn't have to be hush-hush. And there is help available because oftentimes people get stuck going through this journey lack of clarity. I don't know what I'm doing next. My doctors are telling me this. My family is telling me this. That's going through the motions. So that's where I come in. I used to be like that. I became a fertility coach because I struggled through very long and painful journey with infertility, eight plus years. That's right. So that's very valuable to help them through that journey too. Yeah. So I, I really help people uh, get unstuck. I really help people move forward in their lives and go after their impossible goals or things that they wanted to do in their lives. So that's where I come in. Oh, that's a precious thing to do with people. And I'm sure they appreciate it a lot. And we've had a conversation before. I have the feeling you're a little bit more of an outspoken person, but what's your take on it? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not a shy person. I, I, I speak and I'm definitely outspoken and extrovert by nature. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and was that how you first got to do public speaking? And when was the first time you did public speaking? Yeah. So my public speaking experience, come, the inspiration for me comes from my father. My yeah. father is an amazing speaker. Uh, the way, the, why, why I'm saying him as an amazing speaker is he doesn't, you know, he, he tells stories. He doesn't speak. That's he, right. He tells stories to people. He make his audience laugh, you know, like people giggle, people laugh. He tells stories and he tells stories about me, my younger brother, like some of the goof ups that we did at home, like <laughs> as his example. Um, and people can relate to them with their kids and with their family and some things like that. And that's really like, I used to sit and like, look at him, listen to him like, wow, that's an awesome way to connect uh, with your audience, no matter who they are. 
He was and a good role model, finally. He was an extremely good role model for, uh, for me. And that's where I got the inspiration. And my first speaking experience, I started at school, like very, very young. That's right. And how did you like it at the time? Was it probably easier because of your father's model? So I still, yeah, I still remember these, uh, Chantal. Every, uh, like when I, you know, sign up for like a competition, it's like oratory competition. When I sign up for a comp- speaking competition or something like that at school, Every morning when my father is having his breakfast before getting ready for his work, he typically helps me with the speech writing. Um, and he talk, he teaches me about like, how do I even have to stand? How do I have to, yes. you know, keep my face, like my shoulders, like pose? Uh, how, how, how should my hands go like behind me or in my side? Like my posture, everything. It's not just things that come out of my mouth, my overall. And every morning, I still remember that when he is eating his breakfast, I have to stand in front of him and pretend he's my audience and I have to practice in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And it reminds me of some things I did with my oldest son myself. So I, I wish more families would do that. Imagine how our world would be now if more kids learned Right. To be comfortable to speak in public, even yeah. with their family. Oh, Absolutely. For me, it's practice. Like practice, practice, practice. Yes. And my dad pushed me. I wasn't sure whether I was a born speaker. I don't know that. I don't know whether that was an innate skill for me. But I practiced the heck out of speaking. <laughs> And I, I mean, like, I, I have my brother, my grandma, my grandpa, and my mom as an audience, and I start speaking to them. That's how I practice at home before I go and speak at a bigger, this oh, is, I started wow. doing this at school. I love and that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering, through the years, you, when you had to do public speaking, did you have any challenging or what we could also call a bad experience that you would be willing to share with us? Yeah. Uh, one of, oh, I'm not, not so much of a bad experience because pro- mostly I go prepared. I, That's I right. Any of my, uh, it doesn't matter whether I'm talking to five people or 500 people. I take all my speaking experiences very seriously to my heart. So yes. I prepare, I put a lot of preparation into that. But one time, this happened three years ago, uh, it was at a pretty big conference and I was a speaker and I was actually talking about my topic was passionate listening. And until right before I went into my presentation, I was about to present at two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, Eastern time, even at 1.55, I wanted to share a very personal story to connect the dots on why I am talking about passionate listening and why it really matters to me. It's such a really personal story. I have never, ever, ever exposed to anybody else. Ooh, anybody okay. else. At that, like, even like 1.59, should I do it or not? Should I do it or not? Should I do it or not? Two o'clock when I started speaking, I did it. Actually, oh, great. I shared my journey about infertility yes. and why my painful journey with infertility and all my failures made me a passionate listener. That's how I connected the story. The reason why I said it's challenging for me because 
I felt so vulnerable. I'm sharing a very deep personal experience of mine that I none of my professional network knew about until that time. That's that right. Had about like hundred people or so. Two o'clock, I started talking. This is the first story I taught. Like I, I saw some tears flowing because I can see some of the people who are sitting oh. in front of me nobody left the room. It was an hour and 15 minute presentation. Everybody was just hooked. That's awesome. Yeah. I took a chance. I, uh, somehow I, I felt courageous enough to share that story with hundred people who never knew about my infertility, except for my husband, my parents and my doctors. That's it. Nobody else in the world knew about it. And I decided to share with 100 people who are strangers for me until that moment. And your proof that willing to be vulnerable with the audience can be a big payoff, even though, as you said, we find it very challenging. And of course, it was probably even worse because you've never shared it before. Right. And that's amazing that up until really the last minute you were still struggling. Am I sharing or not? But you did. I could have gone and given the presentation, not even breathing about that story. I could have easily done it another way, but you know what my payoff was Chantel? That was my first time sharing my story out to the public. And very, very much. I realized that story needs to be heard. And I got more comfortable after that, sharing even more. And I was the best rated speaker that year. Because people were like, oh my God, we saw Pradeepa's vulnerability. We saw Pradeepa's authenticity in this speech. right. It hooked me up. I just shared my story. And that's a big thing listeners should realize. Lesson learned, sharing our story, willingness to be vulnerable has big payoffs because we connect more with the audience. And my hat's off to you because, yeah, Yeah. that took courage to do at the time. And people still remember me. This happened three years ago. And I go to this conference every year. It typically happens in August. So even last year, Somebody looked at me like, hey, I was in your passionate listening session. Wow. That blew off my mind. Thank you so much for for your talk and the tips that you shared with us. People remember me. That's right. Oh, thank you so much. It really means means so much to me that you say this and share this with me after two years. And I would say that's the difference between being an excellent speaker and being a memorable speaker. You really factored in that extra mile, but it really was uncomfortable when you did so. (laughs) It was not at all comfortable. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I speaking still? Shut up, Pradeepa. Don't do it. <laughs> That's right. Well, you listen, You did not listen to that little scary oh, voice, and it God. paid off. So, yeah, it was challenging, but also at the same time, it's still quite an interesting, right. great moment. I would be curious to know what other great, what's the other greatest memory you might have that you would be willing to share? Hmm. With regards to speaking, whenever... Uh, <clears throat> This was another conference, and again, speaking from my heart, 
speaking from um, sharing my story, like what really happened to me and why this talk is important. Like, why am I giving this, right? Uh, Bringing stories into my conversations always, always, always resonates with people. Human beings love stories. As a speaker, if you're a storyteller, like people are able to resonate. Oh, that's me five years ago. That's oh my God, that's really happening to me in my life right now or at my work right now or wherever that is. That stories really resonates with, uh, resonates with people. I love speakers who tell stories. I love speakers who make me cry. I love speakers who make me laugh. Yes. I, that, that's, that, those are inspirational for me. I will never, ever forget you know, talks like that. Once, you know, like there was the speaker at this conference, she shared her experience about a very challenging situation. And it was a room full of like 2000 people. Wow. Suddenly I saw myself like tears flowing down quite a bit in my eyes. And I kind of looked at everybody and there I see people wiping their tears. Nobody will ever, ever, ever forget those. That's that uh, speech. Exactly. Forget that moment. So things like that. And I, you know, it's, to me, I want to tell stories. Oh, that's a great thing. Yeah. I want to tell stories where people can have some takeaways from that. People can have some aha moments from that. People can relate. Relate. Relate and connect. And as I always say, make them care. If we connect with them, they care because they realize that we're a little bit like them or a lot like them. Exactly. I want to connect with them at that level. I'm, just because I'm speaking, I'm no way superior or anything like that. I never stand in a podium. I never. No. I hate that idea of standing in a podium. If I have always an opportunity, I always be in the floor with the audience going around the room. That's how I connect with them. Oh, you're right. And maybe that would be something. And that's something I tell clients all the time. You should be master of how you want to take the stage. Don't let the technology people or the, even the event organizer dictate to you how you should be taking the stage. So if it's not comfortable or normal, to be behind a podium. And I would also say we should never be comfortable in behind a podium because we're not connecting. We're disconnecting with the Exactly. That's why I never stand in a podium. I always step down from the podium. I just always be with the audience and be one among them. I'm speaking to you. You are speaking to me. Yes. How can we interact here. How can we connect here with the little time that we have? That's exactly. Speaking. And tell me, Pradeepa, what makes you feel comfortable as your clothing and wardrobe when you take the stage? Because sometimes those type of tips can help people. Yeah. Uh, I always wear, nowadays for last three years or so, Indian clothing. I'm originally yes. from India. So I wanted to show myself who I am from. I want to represent my culture. I wear a pretty big bindi. You can see me in the video now. Like I have a pretty big bindi <laughs> on my forehead. I wear that. And that's how I show up. I want to show up who I am, what I represent, which culture that I'm coming from, and the dress that I am comfortable in. So my biggest wardrobe tip for your listeners, be comfortable in what you wear. 
Don't, oh, yeah. don't wear like a, you know, six inch heels. If that's the first time that you're trying and you're <laughs> comfortable with that, or don't wear a dress that is not you. That's right. We show up as you. People want to see you. Not That's the right. not the what brand are you are you wearing Chanel? Are you wearing no, no. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? People want to see you, the speaker. People want to connect with you. That's right. So you show up as yourself and people appreciate authenticity. So last year at a at a bigger conference with 2,500 people, Chantel, I wore a sari. Oh, nice. I wore a sari. And a lot of people took pictures with me like, wow, that's awesome. Like, you know, sari, sari is a very, you know, popular and a very traditional Indian yes. uh, dress for women. And I showed up. It's very comfortable, Marmi. I'm so used to wearing sari all the time growing up in India. And it's and so it's colorful. Usually you have beautiful colors. <laughs> Exactly. And I was very comfortable. It was not like, oh my God, I have to wear a sari to show. No, I was pretty comfortable in it. I was just walking very comfortably. So that's an example. Show up who you are. Bring your authenticity in. Yes. Even if it's a piece of jewelry or a piece of clothing that defines you as an individual, that's what people like to see. And that's how you can connect. Oh, that's valuable. And I really love what you just shared with people. And tell me, one last tip you would have to empower women to take the stage. What would it be? Practice, practice. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> practice, practice, practice. Practice makes you perfect. I used to, I used to lock my door, scream from my, like scream meaning I want to use my louder voice and practice my speech all the time. And, you know, like my husband working in the other room, he knows he will close his door because, you know, like I am practicing my speech. Practice, practice, practice. All of us have some wonderful stories to share. We do. And don't think your stories matter. Never, ever think that your story is your story. And we all need to hear different stories for different kinds of inspirations. So don't be afraid to step up and speak and just share your story. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to use fancy language to tell your story. Simple language, very, very simple language. Because if you need to connect your audience, they need to understand what you are telling. Absolutely. Oh, Pradeepa, that was really a precious moment with you. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure all our listeners will get a lot of value value out of it. And I really thank you for it, for your time. Thank you so much, Chantel. I really appreciate the opportunity today and talk to your audience. Good. And people will be able to get all your information and link with you as soon as the episode goes live because they will have links to connect with you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and even share with your own networks to inspire and empower others to do public speaking. 